This podcast includes various amounts of offensive language, as well as uncomfortable topics, and is intended for an 18 and up audience. Hello, spooky creatures, and welcome to the Tippy Times Podcast, a storytelling podcast hosted by yours truly. Fall has always been my favorite time of year. The leaves falling, pumpkin carving, spooky old fall. The best thing about fall is today, Halloween, with Thanksgiving being a close second. I absolutely love all things creepy, and I crave for chills to run down my spine. One legend that I've known for a long, long time has always given me chills all over. That is the legend of the Bell Witch. John Bell, his wife and his children, settled in Robertson County, Tennessee in the early 1800s. Their farm laid along the Red River where they enjoyed a peaceful, normal life in Tennessee for 13 years. Change entered the Bells family in the summer of 1817. And it was a change that none were prepared for. Some members of the family began seeing strange-looking animals around their property while hunting or just walking about. They also began hearing knocking sounds on the doors and outer walls of the house really late at night. The sounds then crept into their very home, taunting their ears. These sounds consisted of a rat gnawing on the bedpost, chains being drugged throughout the house, stones being dropped on the wooden floors, then gulping and choking sounds. As terrified as the Bell family was, they kept these experiences to themselves. John was a respected deacon at the Red River Baptist Church, and his family was very prosperous. He did not want to soil that for his family's sake. When things became absolutely intolerable, John confided in a neighbor, James Johnson. He invited Johnson and his wife to spend the night to prove the terror the Bell family had been experiencing. After witnessing these unexplainable events, Johnson suggested that more people should witness this extraordinary circumstance. A committee was formed and an investigation began. The Bell's lives were turned upside down. It wasn't long before people were coming from all over to hear and witness the terror happening in the Bell's home. Feeding off of fear and amusement, this unseen force had gained enough strength to become vocal with its audience. When asked who it was and what it was, it gave many different identities. It once stated that it was the witch of a neighbor named Kate Batts. This is what many people believed, and from then on, the unseen force was called Kate, the Bell's Witch. Kate stated that she had two main reasons for visiting the Bell home. 
The main reason was to ensure the death of John Bell. It has been said that this haunting or hex was put over John Bell from the land he stole from Kate Batts. Apparently the mess went to court and Kate Batts lost to John Bell and for that she put the hex on him and his family. I'm not sure if that's entirely true, but it seems to be what everyone thinks happened. The second reason was to stop John's youngest daughter, Betsy Bell, from marrying a neighbor boy named Joshua Gardner. Over a few years, Kate tormented the members of the Bell family daily. John and his daughter, Betsy, were the ones who received the worst of the physical abuse. Betsy had her hair pulled, was pinched, scratched, stuck with pins, and even beaten. All the while, John began suffering from spells of swelling of the throat and often had the feeling of a stick being stuck sideways in his throat. John's face would then often twitch and his facial muscles would almost be paralyzed. Kate would blast him with curses and hideous threats during these spells John would go through because of her. Naturally, John Bell became weaker and weaker at the grasp of his witch. Kate was becoming well-known and drew large crowds of people, and even former President Andrew Jackson was in that crowd. She seemed to be very intelligent in many things, such as the Bible, people's past, and even the future. She could also be in two places at the same time, miles and miles apart from each other. She finally accomplished her mission for coming to the Bell Farm. In December of 1820, John Bell had died. It was believed that he was poisoned by Kate, and she took full credit for this. In the spring of 1821, young Betsy Bell broke off her engagement with Joshua Gardner. Kate then left with her business done, but promised to return in seven years. She did return in 1828 for a few short weeks. During this visit, she went to John Bell Jr. and had long talks with him about the past, the present, and his future. Kate also said that there was a reason for John Bell's death. However, she never truly said what her reason was. After the second visit, she said her next return would be in 107 years. That would have been in 1935, but some believe that she never left the area at all. And this is due to the strange things that occur in and around the town of Adams and the Bell Witch Cave over these many years. There are several books written about the famous Bell Witch of Tennessee. Living in Tennessee for the majority of my life, I was taught about the Bell Witch in school. The first time that I had ever heard the story of the Bell Witch was in fifth grade. Looking around the library, I found a copy of An Authenticated History of the Bell Witch by M. V. Ingram, and it was in the history section. 
I had heard of the Bell Witch before from older cousins who wanted to scare the hell out of me, but the only legend I had heard was the one where you say, I hate the Bell Witch, three times in front of a mirror with the lights off and, you know, she appears behind you and then haunts you forever. Bloody Mary, Bell Witch, Loch Ness Monster, whatever. It's all the same. They're all just stupid ghost stories, right? Wrong. This was the only haunting investigated by the state government and was concluded to be a supernatural event in history. It has been considered one of the most famous hauntings that America has ever seen. The boogeyman is real, and she lives in Adams, Tennessee. I hope you all have enjoyed My Supreme, a retelling of the Bell Witch legend by yours truly. This legend has haunted many for years and lives on today, told at campfire, sleepovers, and even art exhibits. If you have any feedback or comments, feel free to reach me through my Gmail, tippytimespodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to explore more into the Bell Witch, feel free to check out Daryl Wayne Art on Instagram. That's D-A-R-Y-L-W-A-N-E underscore A-R-T. Daryl is a very talented artist, and he has retold the Bell Witch legend through his art and is currently selling his book on it. Seriously, go check him out. Until the next time, this is Sam with the Tippy Times Podcast. And I hope you all have a safe and fun Halloween. Stay spooky, and I'll talk to you guys later.